This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and welcome to Vancouver Consumer. Are you thinking about some renovations to your home? Well, then our guest this afternoon has some great advice. We'll talk to Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team on how to do it right. But first, let's look at the consumer news headlines from the past week. And what do you think about the idea of cannabis cafes in Vancouver? Places where you can legally consume weed in a public space, such as a cafe or spa, or even at a concert. Well, the BC government is now asking the public to chime in with input on the idea. In a news release, the province describes a cannabis consumption space as a business or special event that provides cannabis for sale and use on site. Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth says cannabis businesses have said the spaces could provide an opportunity for the sector uh, to become more economically viable, while others have raised health and safety concerns. If they're allowed, the province said consumption spaces would need to align with provincial public health and safety objectives. So, for example, indoor smoking and vaping would still be verboten. You'll be able to have your say on the BC government website until May 8th. Air Canada, Porter Airlines, and a number of others believe that the compensation that airlines are forced to pay us when our flights are delayed or our luggage is lost um, or damaged, uh, they say it's unfair and they want the federal court of appeal to declare the current rules about compensation for passengers invalid. They say the payments violate international standards. Right now, federal rules in Canada say that passengers have to be compensated up to 2,100 bucks for lost or damaged luggage and receive up to $1,000 in event of delays or canceled flights. Do you still have a BlackBerry smartphone? I guess it's kind of like clinging to your old VHS tapes. BlackBerry hasn't actually made a smartphone since 2016, but they now say they are going to pay $165 million to settle an eight-year-old class action lawsuit. That lawsuit accused the company of defrauding shareholders by making misleading claims about its BlackBerry 10 smartphones. The Waterloo, Ontario software company says the allegations are without merit, but they want to settle so they can eliminate the distraction, expense, and risk of more and more litigation. The lawsuit claims that BlackBerry lied about how good the phones were and that inflated the price of its stock. And while BlackBerry doesn't make smartphones anymore, the Canadian company is now focused on cybersecurity and making embedded operating systems that are widely used in cars. And in some health news, Chinese researchers have found that practicing Tai Chi may improve a patient's physical and emotional recovery after a stroke. Researchers at several universities recruited 160 adults who had their first stroke within the previous six months who could use at least one arm. Half were put in a Tai Chi program and half in a standard rehab exercise program. After 12 weeks, those in the Tai Chi program had better hand and arm function and sitting balance control, better shoulder range of motion, 
and they showed significant improvements in activities of daily living and quality of life. And that included significantly fewer symptoms of depression. So when you see those people in the park doing the Tai Chi in slow motion, you might want to try it too. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, we'll talk to the folks at the My House Design Build team on how to avoid the pitfalls when it comes to renovating your home or building a brand new one. That's coming up next. And welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and I love this time of year. The weather seems to change so quickly. The whole season is shifting. It's getting warmer. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing neighbors that I haven't talked to in what feels like five months. I'm suddenly seeing them outside, and we're talking. And it's like the whole whole neighborhood has changed. And uh, along with that, you start thinking about what you need to do to your house to make it more livable, to, to take advantage of, of what you got. And if you're thinking of making some improvements to your home, uh, you know, maybe an outside space to take advantage of the nicer weather or a new kitchen, new bathroom, maybe a completely new build, you want to call the My House Design Build team. Uh, they are uh, award-winning. Uh, you can uh, find them online at, uh, where's the website? MyHouseDesignBuild.com. And uh, one of the leaders of the team is Graham Hugay, and he's with us now. Hi, Graham. How are you? Doing great. People are coming out of hibernation. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes, exactly. We're all kind of (laughs) rubbing our eyes. But don't you find that you're talking to neighbors that you haven't seen in months? Yeah, and even with given the last 18 months, uh, two years actually, uh, I think we've all felt we've had a bit of hibernation even for the last two years in light of COVID. So yeah, people definitely have found that their homes, you know, they're their sanctuary. They've been cocooning <laughs> to a certain degree, not just over the winter, but over these last couple of years. And so, yeah, I, I sense not just because of spring, but I think people are excited about you know, just that uh, we're able to go out and see each other a little bit more face-to-face, but in a safe manner still. And uh, we're, we're getting those phone calls, too, from people who are wanting to make changes to their home, maybe additions to the home. Maybe family members are moving in with them, like kids moving in with their parents, or parents are moving in with their kids. Uh, we've even seen three generations moving in together and making alterations to their home to accommodate that. Yeah, and we've got a lot to talk about this afternoon because there was the budget and that has a bearing on uh, people who want to renovate their home. Uh, Also, interest rates, a little bit of a change there and that could affect you and it could provide an opportunity as well. Uh, and But first, I should mention uh, the webinars right off the bat. If you go to the My House Design Build.com website, myhousedesignbuild.com, you can sign up. Uh, They have a webinar this Thursday from 7 o'clock to 8.15. It doesn't take a long time, but you can do it from the comfort of your home. And uh, you can find out on Thursday, it's about home improvements and renovations, just a general sort of uh, a, a general primer on what you need to know. And then a week Thursday, April 21st, it's high performance renovations and custom homes and uh, all that stuff. I mean, there's so much, and we'll talk about that today. And Thursday, April 28th, it's the kitchen and bath webinar. And uh, like I say, it's your chance to just kind of sit back at home and have your questions answered. And uh, and I guess a lot of people, this is a great way to dip your toe in the water, hey? Yeah, there's no cost to it, but you do need to register so we can send you the link so you can be on Zoom with us. 
and uh, you know can have your favorite beverage sitting back in your cozy chair um, and a great interaction. I do those webinars. I'm interacting with people, getting their questions answered, um, and they're they're less than 90 minutes long, including questions and answers. So it's a great use of time sitting in your home to get questions. How do I handle things like building permits, or is, is, does my project need a building permit? Um, what's the difference between renovating a single-family home versus a, co- a condo or a townhouse or any strata? Um, and so we get into lots of topics. How do you, you know, what happens with an addition? Or just taking a simple kitchen or bathroom and just facelift renovating or moving walls, opening up walls. So we go into lots of different topics very quickly. And we even get into talking about energy rebates and government grants that are available. You mentioned the budget. There's lots of bad information as well. Yeah, well, we're talking to Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team, myhousedesignbuild.com, and you mentioned the budget. Let's talk about the budget. It came down on Thursday, and uh, one of the things that Canadians wanted to see in this budget were some solutions to, you know, expensive housing. And one of those solutions is to encourage people to to put suites in their homes, for example. Um, so it's early now because there's so much to go through with the budget and I'm sure you're just sort of uh, learning about it now, but uh, what do you see in this budget that could be good news for people who want to renovate their home? Well, you know, the, the liberal federal liberal party has put into place even uh, prior to this budget um, incentives for people doing energy efficiency upgrades like solar, adding solar to your house. And they are talking about, options for uh, encouraging people to make their single-family homes available to maybe a family member, uh, an in-law suite, or a rental suite. And uh, so I I foresee some of that coming down the pipe and and options, credits, or some sort of tax incentive towards that. Um, But we've definitely got rebates and grants from both federal government and B.C. government towards uh, renovations uh, that deal with making your home better quality in terms of energy efficiency, a warmer, healthier home, a cooler in the summer, a healthier home, and just more energy efficient all around. And, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of them, and they're hard to sort of follow, but we guide people through that based on what their scope of work is and what uh, rebates they might be available to them. Yeah, and that's a, a really good point. It is complicated because I'm on your website and I'm looking at all the different certifications, Net Zero, Energy Star, Built Green, and uh, it's it's pretty hard if you don't know what you're if you don't know much about it to know exactly what's available and there's a lot available. So that's why uh, I I would imagine people uh, would would come to the My House Design Build team and uh, you know every inch of all the rebates and and all the tax incentives and advantages there are to renovating your home the right way yeah we start off with people even if they're renovating for example you mentioned a kitchen um there's even rebates available for high energy efficient appliances um and so we guide people based on their scope of work or what they're considering to do what rebates they might want to consider or what what changes they might want to consider that would result in them having a rebate and we actually help people do what's called an energy evaluation of their home um, so they can see exactly where for example they're losing heat out of their house whether it be through windows and doors insulation crawl space attic 
um, and also the energy efficiency of the appliances in the home, not just the appliances in the, the kitchen, but, for example, their heating and cooling appliances, their HVAC system, whether it's a boiler, furnace, and so forth, or even their fireplaces. And then we can make recommendations that if they're upgrading those areas, what rebates are available to them, or in the case of grants, when you actually make your home as a whole more energy efficient, there's a significant amount of energy grants available. We just helped a couple in the Oak Ridge area move into their 1967 bungalow. Um, they took advantage of over $20,000 in rebates and grants for making their home a healthier, more energy efficient home, including solar energy. Yeah, and, and there's kind of a perception, at least uh, this is what I thought, is that an older home is it's kind of hard to retrofit the older home to be more energy efficient. But there's a lot you can do with an existing structure, isn't there? If you're working with someone who does this every day, which is what we do, uh, that's not difficult at all. We've got lots of examples on our website, both in our, in our gallery, but also in the featured videos. Um, and where we take homes that, like you said, an older home and make it a, like a brand new home. In fact, we can actually make an older home more energy efficient than a code built brand new home today, spec built. Um, and we can help people do those types of energy efficiencies very cost effectively and while they're doing other types of renovations in the home. Yeah, and and just the 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 saving of a house and not knocking it down and renovating it um, is a huge uh, makes a huge impact, a good impact on on the environment, doesn't it? You know, we talk about housing uh, and not always being readily available, and I know not everyone listening owns a home or has that opportunity right now, and I appreciate that. But those who do own a home. Uh, probably the best investment you can do is to make that home better um, and to make that home more comfortable, not just look better, but function better and be a healthier environment. And so, yes, we can guide people how to invest properly back into their home. We're talking to Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team. Uh, their website is myhousedesignbuild.com, and you can go to the website and register for one of their webinars. They've got one this Thursday. It's a general one, home improvements and renovations. So you can get your, your questions answered. And I think most people, uh, they're not in a position to completely renovate their home from top to bottom. And they generally, I think a lot of people would do it in phases. They'll do the kitchen first, or maybe they'll do a basement or something. And how important is it to, to have an overall plan, like maybe a 10 year plan even, or a 20 year plan for, for renovating a house, even if you're well, doing I, it one I think step probably half, half, of our clients come to us with the idea of doing things in phases. What we encourage people to do is come up with that, like you mentioned, an overall plan. Um, you, can, you can plan out everything and then break it down what makes sense to do first because then you know what's coming in the next phase. Maybe there's some, pre, uh, there's some work to be done ahead of time. For example, some rough-in of mechanicals or electrical or plumbing that could be done for the next phase which saves you money in that next phase and you're not having to redo something that you already did. And so pre-planning is really helpful. You can even, if you're considering, let's say, doing 
um, many things over the next three years, my encouragement is have a master plan and even get your permits for that whole project. You don't have to do everything at once just because it's in that permit. You can, you can section things out, and we can guide people of how to do that. Yeah, and I, there's nothing worse than than needing to go into a wall that you were into like two, three years previous. You know, you need to put a vent up through the thing, and you were there doing, say, you were doing the upstairs because I've been there, and you're doing the upstairs, and <laughs> the wall is open, and you could have put a vent in there, but now you got to go in there and do it again. Nothing yeah, we bad. hear that from lots of people. Um, where they did their own home improvement on some area of their home or somebody else did but didn't give them proper advice. They're coming to us for their next phase, and that's exactly it. We are having to redo something that was either not done properly the first time, which is more often than not, um, or just wasn't thought through. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame that they have to redo it. So, yeah, proper planning is key. In fact, on the webinars, that's probably the most important part I talk about is the is the planning, the design process, making sure that you've got all your, uh, all your eggs in the basket properly laid out um, and a proper thought through plan and a budget that makes sense. Right. And you, you don't want the word MacGyver anywhere near your plans for, for your home renovation. And if you want to go to one of these webinars or, or go stay at home and do it on Zoom, uh, you can sign up on their website, myhousedesignbuild.com. It's the My House Design Build team. And the, the next one is Thursday, seven o'clock, home improvements and renovations. And then a week Thursday, it's high performance renovations and custom homes. And then Thursday, April 28th, it is kitchens and baths. So, so this Thursday is a good one to go. Like, even if you're really interested in the high performance stuff, the, you know, the high energy efficiency stuff, get a, get a taste of home improvements and renovations, sort of the basic idea, get your questions answered. So go to my house design build.com. You can also phone them 604 my house. It's an easy, easy uh, phone number to remember 604 my house. And we're talking to Graham Hugay. And when we come back, uh, interest rates took a little bump and uh, we'll find out what that means uh, for, for people interested in home renovations. When we come back with more on Vancouver consumer right after this. And welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, I'm with Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team. You can go to myhousedesignbuild.com uh, and register for one of their webinars this Thursday. It's home improvements and renovations. Uh, it takes uh, less than 90 minutes. You can do it from home on Zoom, get all your questions answered. And Graham, we were talking about people coming out of hibernation. And uh, it, it really feels like that uh, now. And I guess, uh, I guess it's a busy time for you. A lot of people sort of questioning, but, but we've talked a little bit about this before about how it's not something, uh, a home renovation doesn't have to be something you do right now. You, it's something you should really plan out. Yeah. We, we unfortunately still get lots of calls from people who are, you know, asking, can we renovate their kitchen and have it finished in time for summer? Um, right. And, you know, we gently explain to them there is a process to everything that's done. It's not about how busy we are as a company. It's how busy the industry is. But also you need to allow proper time to think things through, make good decisions, uh, order materials so that you're not waiting in the middle of a renovation for those materials to show up. 
um, dealing with city officials if there's permit uh, required. And most projects will require some sort of permit. It might not require a building permit, but it might require a trade permit, like electrical permit, gas, or, or plumbing, and so on. So you need time to plan. And, um, you know, one of the things that I cover on our webinars is that process. It's probably the most important part. And also I go into how do you choose the right designer or builder to work with. And one of the things I encourage people to do is look through the Canadian Home Builders Association, look at the various award programs throughout national or provincial in BC or locally here in Vancouver, and just see what companies out there are standing out in customer service. I mean, we've been very fortunate. We've been BC Georgie Award Renovator of the Year for the last seven years consecutively. And uh, right now we are just a finalist as Custom Home Builder of the Year for BC Georgie Awards. So, you know, look for companies who are recognized by their peers, by their clients, um, and in the industry that they are doing quality work and they're doing it properly and they're following the guidelines and making good decisions with, with their clients. That's right. Seven years running the Georgie Award. Best BC Renovator. That's pretty impressive um and we talked about the B- or the the federal budget that came out on thursday and uh there are some incentives there and uh it's important that you work with someone who knows about these kind of rebates and and tax incentives uh when renovating your home uh, but also uh the interest rates uh are have been a bit of a a, a topic for people and they did take a bit of a bump up and it, and how does that affect the home renovation world? Well, I, I believe everyone knows that the interest rates were far too low. And uh, there is, you know, from a com- country point of view, I think, and without getting political, I think everyone realized that wasn't the most healthiest thing in everything out there. But they're still at record all-time lows. And I think now is even more important that you invest, or sorry, that you engage a mortgage broker to help you figure out how to obtain the funds properly when you're thinking of doing home improvements, renovations, or building a new home, and that you don't just go to your current financial institution, because that's just one company with one set of products available to you. But a mortgage broker, and I think you do interviews with, for example, Angela Calla and so forth, they talk about how many different options they have at their disposal. So I would engage because that's where you're going to get the best value out of whatever the interest rates are at the time. Yeah, and as Angela will tell you, uh, you never know if you talk to a mortgage broker, It even if your mortgage is uh, still current and it hasn't expired yet, uh, you can still renegotiate and find new ways and uh, really come out ahead. And if you want to, say, do a renovation and tack a little extra on the mortgage, um, oftentimes you can get a better deal. And uh, it's it's important. So it's so it you know you never know. So it could be a good well, time to, to absolutely. Do it right. And and that's part of the planning process. It doesn't cost money to have a conversation with a mortgage broker. They don't bill you. They actually get paid by the financial institutions. But you know the other part you just brought up about talking about tacking on or adding on. Um, we often will talk to people about you know. Uh, for example, they may be using some of the equity in their home to do renovations and home improvements. What they also don't take in mind, but a good mortgage broker does, is at the end of your project, your home is worth more. 
and uh, it has a greater equity position because you've made quality improvements, not not ones that you've done on your own, not, uh, what do you call them, MacGyvered, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but proper, uh, with permits, all done properly, you have incredible options in terms of now a return on that investment showing up right away in the value of your home. That's right. And uh, if you want to sign up for a webinar, go to myhousedesignbuild.com. There's one this Thursday, Home Improvements and Renovations. And uh, when when you have that webinar and you often handle the webinar you're you're the 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 go-to person um what's what's the the overwhelming first question you get from people who are who are considering a renovation um timing i i think a lot of people have in their minds like you said we're coming out of like our winter hibernation and so people are uh excited to get things going on their home And we're also sort of coming out of a bit of the the COVID hibernation. So people, again, have recognized these last two years how important our home space is and our sanctuary and our backyards or outdoor living. So people are anxious to get things going. And, And so they ask, how long will this take? And yes, the industry is busy. Be aware, the industry's busy. It's not about our company or another company being busy. Everyone's busy. That means not just the people doing the work, but the manufacturing, the uh, trucking and distribution processes. All of that is busy. But if you start now in your planning process, depending on the scope of work, um, then you're going to be able to have a realistic plan for when that timing will take place. And every project will be different. And let's talk about backyard spaces because it's a good time to think about that as the weather gets a little bit better. And when I when I think about when I was a kid, people's backyards, you had that porch, it was a small porch and then there was a there was a clothesline. <laughs> you put the clothes out and uh, it's a lot different now. People are really using their backyard space in new sort of interesting ways. So I mean, how has it changed uh, as somebody who's been doing this a long time? How has the backyard changed for people in the lower mainland? Well, I call it indoor outdoor or inviting the outdoors in, you know, bringing that backyard or that deck or that patio and incorporating it into your overall floor plan where your perhaps your kitchen or your family room or whatever room is adjacent to it ties into the outdoor space. So you literally, it's almost like adding another room or adding another area that's part of your home. And it's great. Not everyone can do this, but it's great if you're able to make that a covered area so that, you know, you can enjoy that outdoor space, even when it's pouring rain outside, because we get a bit of that in the lower mainland. (laughs) And, um, you know, so we help people think through, first of all, we can tell them right away what they're allowed to do. What will the city let them do? Um, and then we're able to guide them in terms of what the process is to be able to do that or how it can incorporate with their indoor, their kitchen and their outdoor living space or their family room and so on. So we definitely have seen over this uh, many years, but especially these last two years, outdoor living, including things like backyard landscaping, swimming pools, um, accessories, swim spas, hot tubs, all those things, but incorporating it so it's thought through because all of those things do require things like permits, uh, electrical, uh, mechanical thoughting, uh, thinking, <laughs> and uh, and so we guide them through those processes. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you say, I guess a, a covered area is huge, and then maybe opening up a like a big double door, a big sliding door from the kitchen to the outside space. I guess that's very popular. Absolutely, it's it's just you know thinking through how you use your home, and we use our homes different today than our parents used their homes. And instead of these small little cut up rooms and a kitchen where everyone stands around the person cooking, you know, um, rather people are looking for a little bit more open floor plan and maybe more the great room feel and that outdoor space can add to that great room feel. Yeah, and I, and I guess the other sort of trend these days is because of the high cost of housing, people are taking advantage of the space that they have in ways they never were before. And I guess the obvious thing is basement suites. But, but you know, talk about that. How, how are people using their space more efficiently to get more people in there? Well, they're definitely utilizing the equity in their home to... Um, as, as the value of homes has gone up, they're able to take that equity and reinvest it into the home. And as you mentioned, different ways. I think the biggest thing is people looking to change how their home functions. Uh, a kitchen doesn't just stay as a single room often. People are asking, hey, can I open up this wall? Could I even move the kitchen to another part of the house or uh, incorporate it with other rooms? Um, you mentioned suites. That's a very big, important thing. People are asking, how can I utilize space that maybe isn't being utilized properly? How can I take that, that basement and it could become a mortgage helper? It could become a place where you can actually rent out. Or we have a lot of families where kids are moving back in with parents or parents are moving in with kids and they're wanting it not just to be a place with bedrooms. They want it to be a great living space for whoever's going to be moving in there as well. That needs to be thought through, or maybe they have the option for an addition on the home. Those are things that we can all talk about, about what their goals are and how we can best accomplish it. And I guess a lot of people have questions about laneway houses too. Laneways, carriage homes, um, those are all available in different parts of the lower mainland. Uh, Certain municipalities have uh, laneway accessibility, but only in certain areas. But we can guide you in terms of what your zoning will allow you to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Graham Hugay, we're talking to Graham uh, from the My House Design Build team. And if you go to their website, myhousedesignbuild.com, uh, you can sign up for one of their webinars. And uh, these webinars are fun. Graham is there and he's answering your questions. And the next one is this Thursday from 7 to 8.15. So these aren't long things. This is not a huge investment in time. It's less than 90 minutes, and uh, you can answer a lot of questions. Lots of questions. Be it in your comfy chair at home, um, and they're interactive. We have lots of videos and photos that we go through. I go through things really quickly, so you're not going to be wasting time. You're going to hear the information you need, understand how to choose a designer, a builder, um, how to contract, talk about the process of designing, planning, permitting, engineering if required, and then the construction process, what to expect and, and, and what are the most important things, what are some of the pitfalls, uh, things to avoid, things to look for. So we cover quite a broad range, including the rebates that are available. There's over $20,000 in government grants and rebates for energy efficiency upgrades. And uh, we, we expect with the current budget, that there's going to be even more coming down the pipe for people. We'll keep our eyes and ears open and be able to consult people on those things. 
So go to myhousedesignbuild.com, the website. And uh, Graham, I want to thank you, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. I look forward to it, and thanks for having, uh, having this conversation. You're welcome. Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team and that website, myhousedesignbuild.com. And when we come back, the feds unveiled their new budget this past week. So what does it mean for your wallet? As things get more and more expensive, will it keep the prices down on anything? And I've got that coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And the federal government unveiled their latest budget this past Thursday. And one of the main concerns that most Canadians had was, will it address the high cost of living in this country? That just seems to be going up and up and up. There wasn't much in the budget to slow down the crazy inflation we've been seeing. The feds have said that they think prices would come back under control in a few years' time. There were, however a few items in the budget that could be a relief for our wallets in the not-too-distant future. On the housing front, the Fed's unveiled plans for a new tax-free first home savings account in the budget, allowing prospective homeowners to save up to $40,000 for a down payment on their first home, tax-free, just like the regular tax-free savings account. Another aspect of this budget is dental care, with some good news For people who are struggling to afford to get their teeth fixed, starting with the youngest Canadians, kids under 12 in households with an income of less than $70,000 annually, should have access to dental care before the end of 2022. Dental care will then be rolled out to those under the age of 18, seniors and people living with a disability in 2023. Anyone in a household with income over 90 grand annually won't have access to this proposed program. Households bringing in between 70 and $90,000 per year could have co-pays on their coverage, but any household that makes under $70,000 shouldn't have to pay out of pocket according to Thursday's budget. And some bad news for vapors. Some vapors will soon be paying more per puff, while some beer drinkers will see taxes on lower alcohol options dropped. So the near beer might get a little bit cheaper. And what about menstrual products? The federal government is looking to implement a new pilot project that could help make menstrual products for women a little more accessible. Under the proposal starting this year, Women and Gender Equality Canada would get $25 bucks over two years to establish a menstrual equity fund. The fund will target barriers currently preventing some women, girls, trans, and non-binary Canadians from affording menstrual products, as well as reduce the stigma for those who need the basic necessities. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, if you've got some elderly people in your life who need a little extra care, our next guest has some answers. We'll talk to the vice president of Tapestry Seniors Communities. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.